Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? Y'all, I am so excited because on yesterday, I celebrated a birthday. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, I am officially now 38 years old. And like I said, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. God is great to me. Um, on yesterday, I just had a little, you know, dinner with my family and everything, but it was awesome. It was great. I'm just mostly thankful for most of all, just life, health and strength. And just the fact y'all that I am still with Jesus, like me and Jesus is still cool. And I know that like, if I died today, that I would be going back to meet him in peace when he comes. So that means the world to me. And I, I just really thank God for where he has brought me so far in my life. Like I have accomplished many things through him that I thought I could not accomplish on my own. God has performed many miracles in my life throughout these 38 years. He have given me favor throughout these 38 years. He's been my protector. He's been my provider. He's been my very best friend throughout these 38 years. I would not have made it without the Lord on my side for these 38 years. Um, and as a lot of y'all know, or if you're new on here, you know that I am joyfully single. So me and God is really close. It's just me and him. He is my only husband for right now. But I know that my holy husband is coming soon to claim me. Praise the Lord. My greater is coming in that area. And I thank the Lord for it. And I just prophesy over myself that this is open door season. I know that God has many things for me. And y'all, sometimes you have to prophesy over yourself because a lot of times you do not have that, you know, like that encouragement around you. But God will speak to you because I read something earlier, like God will give you the grace for whatever situation that he put you in. So whatever situation you find yourself in, you still got to encourage yourself in the Lord. And I thank him. I thank him for being my all in all. So enough with that introduction, but on this tell it like it is Tuesday, y'all. On this tell it like it is Tuesday. This I have been pondering in my heart for a while now. And so this is the title of tell it like it is Tuesday. Don't let your sex drive drive you to hell. Do not let your sex drive drive you to hell. And so I'm speaking on this topic because in this, especially in this generation, oh my gosh, that the sex is everywhere. I mean, you see it, you see it everywhere. You see it on your, your TV, you know, the movies and music, all, I mean, it's everywhere, but then each of us personally have a sex drive. Some people's sex drive is high. Some people's sex drive is low. I'm going to go into detail about what sex drive is if you don't know that. But some people's sex drive is high. Some people's sex drive is low. And I'm really speaking out to the singles on tonight because I can't really tell married people what to do because or how to do it because I've never been married in my whole entire life. But if you can grab some nuggets if you're married from this to help somebody else or to help you, hey, to God be the glory. But I'm talking to the singles on tonight because I'm getting so tired and sick sick and tired of hearing that we as singles like cannot keep ourselves that God, you know, like God already knew that we was gonna want to have sex. So we can go ahead and have sex because God knows our heart. 
it is so many lame excuses out here for people out here just having sex doing whatever they want to do and i'm telling you right now it's some people out here that claim that they are christians and that they are saints and they claim that they love god but they out here having sex with people that is not their husband like they're deliberately doing it they setting up ways to do it and i'm like listen um, no, you're not a Christian. You're, you're not Christ. Like if you are practicing sex, like outside of marriage, like if you're having, you know, if you're having sex outside of marriage, deliberately, intentionally, habitually, then you are not a Christian. You need to stop saying that. Stop lying to yourself. And if somebody tell you that, and no, they're not a Christian, they are not saved because no, we y'all, we can keep our bodies pure and holy before the Lord. And that's why I was like, no, this generation, we cannot let the devil drag us to hell because we can't get control of our sinful nature. Well, no, first of all, it's supposed to die in in your new birth. When you're born again, that's when it's supposed to die. We're going to get into that later. But we cannot let Satan take control of our body so much that we had a can't help it and we go to hell because we couldn't stop having sex. The devil is alive. I'm like, ain't no way. It is no way. Y'all, we cannot do that. Now let me let me just say this before somebody tune me out on here. Before somebody get and tune me out, please know that sex was created by God. Sex was created by God, okay? It was created for our enjoyment and it was created for procreation so we can have more children, more little humans running around on earth that, you know, develop and become adults or whatever. But because, hey, the, the world can't go on if we don't have sex. So don't don't ever get in your mind that sex in itself is evil. No, 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 no. Sex is awesome. Sex is great because God created sex. Okay, God created sex. And again, that's why I say enjoyment because some people, you got some of these theologians or whoever, they be like, you know, it was just created for procreation. Are you kidding me if we are pleased by having sex why, why would he just create it for procreation that's a lie no god created sex for us to enjoy with our spouse our marital spouse our husband because i'm a woman so i'm gonna say my husband he created sex for me to enjoy with my husband if you are a man he created sex for you to enjoy with your wife okay and so sex in itself is not a sin okay sex in itself is not a sin so don't get that picture in your mind because sometimes people do get that picture in their mind and then they're like oh no 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 i hate sex i never want to have sex oh no 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 i'm not telling you that on tonight because that is not in my mind no sex is all good in the marriage bed okay the bible say marriage is honorable in all and the bed is undefiled but all whoremongers and adulterers those are the ones that god will judge so marriage is honorable the bed is undefiled hey have how much sex you want to you got a high sex drive hey do the do do whatever you want to how many times you want to do it wherever you want to do it hey that is you okay um so i'm just saying we don't think sex sex is a good thing it's beautiful it's this is what god created it for uh enjoyment and procreation but again sex outside of the marriage bed like for instance i am a single woman so i have no business like having sex with men because i'm a single woman all right so that in the bible is called fornication fornication is when you have sex and you are not married it's another sin in the bible called adultery and that is when you have sex with someone uh, that you're not married to but you're married so i mean let me rephrase that you're married 
and you go outside of the bedroom and have sex with somebody else that is other than your spouse. So you have fornication, which is a sex like if you're single and you're having sex with someone. Adultery is when you're married and you go outside of the marriage bed and then you have sex with someone. So, y'all, these are the sins that will take us to hell. And I'm telling y'all, on the movies, again, and everywhere, they are glorifying this. Like, oh, it's okay. Like, I get sick and tired of watching this stuff. When I see it on a movie, like, it disgusts me. And even when I see normal people, like even normal people on social media or wherever and they be like like it's okay like they you sitting up here bragging about that you that you are having sex with this man and this is not this man is not even your spouse like i mean that is not even a good thing first of all it's a sin and it will send you to hell like any other sin because people like to harp on homosexuality but i don't care if you're a straight man and you having sex with a woman if i'm a straight woman i am a straight woman and i'm having sex with a man it, it's still outside of god's law because i am single so no we we're we gonna need to get ourselves together because there's no way that i would let my sex drive drive me to hell it's not worth it it's not worth it i promise you there's no way you can't have sex with that person at that moment for eternity all right you can't it's only gonna last some people might be lasting for a couple of minutes oh my god and then some people might last for hours hey that i mean hey but i'm just saying it's not eternity so i'm not about to go to hell for a few moments of pleasure because see it's, uh, even if it's hours y'all a few moments is a few moments compared to eternity when your behind will be on fire forever and ever and ever okay so we need to think about this first of all y'all and i'm gonna make this clear because a lot of people be think, thinking that you say because you don't want to go to hell that's not my main thing my main thing is I love God. I want to please God. I want to glorify God in my body and my spirit. So therefore, I cannot lay down with men that is not my husband. And then also, I want I want my husband to be pleased with me. So I cannot be laying down like with other men like this. No, no. In my time of singleness, in my time of singleness, I have took time to bring myself under control. I don't care though whatever my sex drive is i'm not going to discuss that on this social on this social media platform that's going to be between me and my husband okay glory to god but i'm just saying i'm not going to let my sex drive drive me to hell and even if you don't you might not know me but i do have three beautiful children and so at one time one time one time i was in fornication which was a sin and so that's why i'm on here trying to help other people i'm not covering up my sin because see my baby is 14 years old today and when she was young about one or two about i think she was about one ish about one ish i asked the lord i said lord i need you to bring this body under subjection because see all my children all my children are by the same man but i'm gonna tell you on tonight because it might be somebody listening even if you having sex with the same man if that man is not your spouse then it is fornication and you still will go to hell so either the devil had the devil had tried to make me comfortable. Like, uh-uh, you know, you're okay, you know. You and him is together. It's just you and him, you know. You have your children by him. And so, okay, yeah, it's okay. And he tried to make me feel like I was a good person just because I was just, you know, talking to him. And I was just like, we was boyfriend and girlfriend. He tried to make that thing, like, be okay. And I'm like, uh, no, I had to come to my sister. I'm like, kid, you on your way to hell. This is not pleasing to God. Like, this is making God angry. And so I got out of that relationship when my baby was young so i'm talking like again she is 14 now and i believe she was probably about one 
one or two ish, either one or probably close to when I stopped talking to him and I stopped dealing with him. I stopped habitually having sex. I was like, no, 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 no. This can't go on. So of course, if he's unsafe, he is not going to want to continue on with this. So I'm like, mm. I'm just letting y'all know that we must, y'all, we must, we must, we must remain pure if we are singles. We must remain pure if we are singles. And it's not about not about just hell. It's not about just hell. But I'm just letting you know that if you keep having sex outside of marriage, if you keep having sex and you are married with somebody else, that's uh you're going to hell. That's what I want. I want to stress because a lot of people are like, uh-uh, my sex drive is just too high. I can't do this. I can't do this. Yes, you can. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Okay, so when I was researching this, y'all, when I was researching this, I found out, okay, sex drive. Now, I kind of figured this, but I'm just going to say it. Um, individual sex drives varies from person to person. Okay, my normal might not be your normal. So they are different. And I acknowledge that our sex drives are different, are very different. Uh, now, of course, men's sex drive is way higher than women. Men's sex drives is normally, I'm going to say normally, Men's sex drive normally is way higher than um, women, but there is still no excuse. There's still no excuse because what I'm about to tell you is going to, to help you with your sex drive or control your sex drive is going to help you as a man or a woman. You have no excuse. First of all, Jesus Christ was your perfect example and he came in human flesh as a man and he didn't sin at all. He didn't sin at all. And I believe it was Paul, like in the Bible, and he never got married. It don't mention nowhere where he was like a fornicator. I don't know. I'm talking about after his conversion. So it don't mention that in the Bible. So we, we need to stop saying like things about like how we can't keep ourselves or whatever, because that's a lie. That is a lie. That's a lie from the pits of hell. You can't do it on your own, but you're going to have to have some power. And we're about to get to that. We got to get to that part. Um, this is what, this is how we bring ourselves under our bodies under subjection. Okay. You have to bring your body under subjection. And the only way you can do it is by submitting to the Holy ghost. Some people call it the Holy spirit. Same thing. The only way you can do it is by submitting to the Holy ghost and the Holy spirit. And you have to do spiritual disciplines because every time I can, if I ask a person that says that they can't control themselves, they keep finding themselves in sexual sins, and I start, and they and they answer the questions. Nine times out of ten, you're not doing the spiritual disciplines that you're supposed to do. Because if you want to live safe for God, if you want to keep your body pure and holy, you can do that. But it's it's something that you have to do. It's going to take that discipline. It's going to take wisdom. It's going to take boundaries. It's going to take a lot. Because I don't care. See me. I want to be holy because I want to be pleasing to God. So I'm about to do whatever it takes. When I came back to the Lord after I had my last baby, I'm like, whatever it takes, Lord, you just show me what I need to do to bring this body under subjection. And I'm going to keep myself. I'm going to keep myself until the day I die. I'm going to keep myself from having sex. It's, it's okay, but it's all on and popping in marriage. But I'm going to keep myself until that day. All right. So I'm, I'm going to say it again. If we don't do this, 
We don't practice spiritual disciplines. We don't stay full of the Holy Ghost. We're on our way straight to hell. We will let our sex drive drive us to hell. Because this man, this sexual, it's just a sexual aura. If that's the word for it. Ooh, it's just terrible. I mean, old people, young people, children. It's, it is out of control. And it should not even be like it, it's, it's, it's trying to infiltrate into the church building where we accept this no 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 listen i don't care what your position is on here tonight brother deacon minister missionary whatever you call yourself prophetess uh whatever evangelist whatever you call yourself and you are practicing sin and you out here having sex no 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 you are not saved because that if you're a habitual sinner you a sinner i mean if you habitually sin you are a sinner now listen i'm not talking about like okay like i had a weak moment uh saying you had a weak moment and and okay you slipped up i'm not saying that at that moment you are not saved what i'm saying is if you sit up here practicing sin habitually sinning you are a sinner there's no way around that so we need to get ourselves together because whatever our title is in the church, it's not going to matter. If we are found with our legs up in the air with someone that is not our spouse, we are going straight to hell. Don't you, you ain't going to be able to get up to the judgment seat of to Christ and say, God, you know, my heart, you know, you put this desire in me. You knew I had to have sex a lot because God put scriptures in the Bible to help you to sustain you. But yet you chose to ignore that. You chose to not to stay in the presence of God. You chose to do the wrong thing. So that's why you couldn't control your sexual desire. But the devil is a lie on here. You can do it. I have seen some people on YouTube, other places, 30 year old virgins. So don't tell me that you can't stay pure as a man. This was a man that I'm talking about was a 30 year old virgin. And then I'm talking about, and he's not gay. Then I seen on here where a man, he was abstinent. He already had sex before. So he was abstinent for about, he's been absent for about 10 or 11 years. So please don't tell me nothing. Don't say, oh, his sex drive probably wasn't high as mine. The devil is like, stop making excuses for your sin. Because if God couldn't do it, he wouldn't have put it in his word that if you was a fornicator, you was going to hell. God loves us so much. He don't want none of us to perish, but all of us to have everlasting life. The roadmap. You need to follow the roadmap. But anyway, let me go on, y'all. Let me go on. Don't let your sex drive drive you to hell. Now, sex drive, sex drive. They call it sex drive or libido refers to a person's desire to engage in sexual activity. So that's what I'm saying. Some people have a high a high desire to engage in sexual activity. Some people have a low desire to, to engage in sexual activity, okay? But it just depends on the person. But whatever your sexual drive is, you can bring that under subjection. Now, number one, I'm about to help y'all on tonight. I'm about to help y'all on tonight because I'm a single lady. I'm 38 years old, okay? I've been practicing abstinence for several years, okay? Several years. <laughs> so I, I know what to do, all right? I know what to do. And I'm telling you, this is proven to work for you 
if you really love God. But listen, if you don't really love God, that got to be your why. That got to be why you want God to bring you under subjection, on your body under subjection. Because if you don't really love God, you're going to make excuses. You're going to set up ways to please your flesh. You're going to set up these things. But if you really love God, you're going to make sure that you are doing the things that's going to help you to not practice this sin. Number one, we must be born again of the water and of the spirit. If you're not listening, all of us was born in this sinful nature. We all was born this way. So that's why we must be born again of the water and of the spirit, the water and of the spirit. How you be born again of the water and of the spirit, born again of the water. You must, first of all, repent because if you don't repent, that means you don't have a change of heart and mind towards Jesus and you turn it away from the world and sin, then there's no reason for you to go down in Jesus' name and get baptized. If you don't want to let it all go, don't go down in the name of Jesus Christ and get baptized. But So that's your first step. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I acknowledge my sins. Lord, I acknowledge, you know, that I am a sinner, Lord. I acknowledge that you died on the cross, Lord, and you you, you rose, Lord Jesus, from the grave. And Lord, I want, Lord, please forgive me of all my sins, Lord Jesus. I don't want this world anymore. anymore. I don't want this sin. If it, all the things that's not like you, take it out of me, Lord. I want you. I want to live for you. I want to serve you. I don't want no parts in this worldly system, Lord. I don't even want to, I don't want to give in to my nasty desires lord i'm asking you to take it away lord i want to live for you i want to serve you until i die okay then you go down in the name of jesus christ Woo! all your sins glory to god all your sins have been remitted your sins are forgiven he has washed your sins like see hey you he has washed your sins away and you rise up to walk in the newness of life lord thank you lord that was a glorious experience for me y'all but you you rise up to walk in the newness of life now, you must receive the Holy Ghost. That's being born of the Spirit. How you know that you have, you, first of all, you ask the Lord to fill you with the Holy Ghost. How you know that he has filled you with the Holy Ghost, you will begin to speak in other tongues, okay? And in speaking other tongues, that means you begin to speak in a language that is unknown to you. So, if you, uh, if you speak in English... When you begin to speak in other tongues, you're going to speak in a different language that you don't know. You can't control your tongue because, oh, glory to God. I'm telling y'all. I first, it, oh, Lord, it was just so wonderful. I tried. I tried to stop my mouth, but it, it just kept coming out. It just kept coming out. It just kept coming out. So I'm telling you, you can't control it. You can't control it. But that's how you know you receive the Holy Ghost. You'll begin to speak in another language that is unknown to you. All right. After, okay, after you have done this, um, that's the whole born again process. Now you a new creature, you a new creature. And the Bible says, let me go to my scripture. Hold on y'all. My scripture. Cause we, when you have, when this have happened, it say, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So that's Galatians 5, 24 to 25. When you went down in, in Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ, that, that, that represent, okay, now you, you are dead to sin. Like now you have crucified that you it, it's done. So now you are supposed to be living a new life. You are supposed to be walking 
in the spirit, you receive the Holy Ghost. Um, you, you know, you spoke in tongues as evidence of the Holy Ghost. Now it's time for you to walk in the spirit. So this, these kind of, you shouldn't be wanting to have sex with other people. Now let, let me tell you one thing then. The desire for sex don't leave you. Okay. That, that desire you going to want, I'm, I'm not going to say like you ain't going to totally want you. The desire for sex to have sex is just not going to totally leave you. What I'm saying is you're not out here just trying to look for ways to please your flesh, okay? You're not looking for, you're looking because, see, you have to control this. Because like I said at the beginning, fornication is when you, you're single and have a sex. Adultery is when you marry and have a sex with somebody. So if you can't control, like, if you haven't crucified those affections and lusts, which is it's just a self-desire, as a single, how in the world you think you're going to do it in marriage? You're still not going to be able to control yourself because you're going to make excuses of why you cheated now on your husband. Why you cheated on your wife? Because you couldn't even control yourself while you were single. Your wife or husband might not always be feeling well and want to have sex. What you going to do now? And if you masturbate, that's still a sin, bro. That's still, still a sin, sis. So... You need to control yourself while you are single. And that's why this description is saying those that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. That don't mean you don't want to have sex no more. That means that, hey, my, my body is, is, is that's just crucified. That's done with. I know I cannot be out here habitually sinning. No, I cannot. That's over with. So I'm letting y'all know on tonight. When you're a new creature in Christ Jesus, your mindset is different. Okay? It's not the same. Now, that's number one. We must be born again. I'm telling y'all. Ooh, I thank the Lord for the Holy Ghost power. I really do thank the Lord because the scriptures is right. With the Holy Ghost, you will have power. Because me being 38. I have three beautiful children. I'm not a virgin. I know how sex feels. So I know what, I mean, I know how sex feels, but when you know that your devotion or your allegiance is to God and that you, when, when you have sex, that you sin against your own body and you just notice the stuff is not pleasing to God, then it makes it easier for you to really live for God and, and not put yourself in situations where you're going to have sex. Okay. No, mm -mm. you got to think higher, think higher. Okay, that was the number one thing. Because if you haven't been born again, you know what? Some of this other stuff that I'm going to mention is, might not be helpful to you or might will. Because I know some people that's not even saved and they keeping themselves. So, no. What's wrong with us if we talking about we saved and then we saying that we cannot keep ourselves? Like, that is no. That's from the pits of hell. So, uh-uh. Now, this is number two. We must pray you have to have an intimate relationship with the lord you must pray and i'm not talking about just only getting on your knees and praying you got to continually pray when you praying god is talking to you you are talking to him and y'all are having that close relationship because i'm learning and i heard like from different married couples i need to get my parents on here one day because they've been married for 39 years it will be 40 in september and but i've been listening to them and they said communication is important and so i'm learning right now that even when i don't feel like it even when i'm tired even when you know things are going haywire 
I need to talk to my savior. I need to talk to God. And so y'all, even when I'm not on my knees, I'm like the prayer wheel is turning. Like I'm talking to him and he's talking back to me and we're communicating because see, I'm telling you, you want to keep, I want to keep the fire in my relationship with God. So that's why I'm always communicating with him. So see, it's hard to really let someone else come in that relationship because you like, I'm telling y'all, and y'all know goodwill is in the scripture. Like sin and God don't mix. Like he can't have no fellowship with you if you're walking in darkness and sin. And so I'm like, I can't break the communication with my love, with the love of my life. Ain't no way. So that is why I don't be out here habitually sinning because I really love God. I like the fact that I can hear his voice. I like the fact that I can talk to him and just be free. Now, I'm not saying if you sin, you can't never talk to God again. I'm saying... That if you have sinned, when you do talk to God, you need to be like, Lord, forgive me. Help me not to do this again. But what I'm saying is I hate having to come to God and do this because I know that he hates sin. So that's why I'm like, no, Lord, please keep me, keep my mind, keep my body pure before you. Because we're going to talk about some other things. Because it might not be, you might not be out here having sex with a person. But if you're having sex with yourself, if you're watching pornography and all of this stuff, okay, listen, you just as guilty and you still on your way straight to hell because you are self-medicating. You're not letting God do it for you. Because a lot of people, they be thinking, oh, man, she been uh, abstinent for all these years. She must be practicing self-sex. Well, they don't say self-sex, masturbation. She must be doing this. She must be. No, that's not what I'm doing. The Lord has kept me. The Lord is keeping my body. The Lord is keeping my mind. Thank you, Jesus. And I am not gay. Surely not. The fire is still burning. Thank you, Lord. And it's not for another woman. We're going to go on. Prayer is very important to keep that sex drive under control so you won't go to hell. Uh, number two, fasting. Woo, glory to God. Y'all, when I first came back, when I first came back to the Lord after having my baby 14 years ago, when I came back, um, I did a lot of fasting. I still fast because if I don't, it, the people, it's a saying that say, if you don't fast, you won't last. Hey, I'm, try, I'm trying to tell you, you won't last because fasting, it kills, it, it, it kills like your will. It kills like your nasty desires. Okay, it kills the things that's not like Christ. All right. And then it helps you to be sensitive now to the spirit. So you want your spirit to overpower your flesh. Because I'm telling you right now, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. I think it might go, uh, uh, might go switch swap, but the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak. Either way, it's the same words. I'm telling you, don't put no confidence in your flesh. None. Because, like, I be telling my little ones, my children, you might have every intention of doing the right thing. But some points that you get to when you in a mood with a guy, it's going to be very hard for you to come back. Certain ways that he touch you, it's going to be very hard for you to come back. All you wanted to do was go out to eat or go out on a date and just have a nice time. But then things get a little heated. And if something happened the wrong way and you start doing some things that you shouldn't be doing, touchy-feely and all of this. And now, see, you didn't turn that. You didn't, you didn't set a spark now. You didn't set a spark now. And now it's going to be hard for you to come on back. 
to normal. So that sometimes people don't want to hear this. Some churches don't want you to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it on tonight because I'm sick of our young people. I'm sick of the devil, not our young people. I love my, I don't want y'all. I got the words. Cause we, no, I'm not sick of the young people. I'm sick of the devil tricking our young people and our young people out here having to can't help us and just having sex and all of this. Now, some of them not having babies because they're on birth control. And we're going to talk about that later. Because if you on birth control and you having sex outside of marriage, it's still a sin. You're covering up sin. You're still in sin. But uh, I'm telling y'all, fasting really helped me. Because I was like, Ski, you have to bring this, this, this body under subjection. And it really helped me to be really, to let this, to, to let the spirit overpower the flesh and what i wanted to do okay what i wanted to do and so now i am submissive to the holy ghost and i thank the lord for it y'all if you don't pray and fast you're not gonna last people call this old-fashioned that was the old school church they be saying no it's not the old school church this is in the bible what worked for them back then is working for us will work for us today and that's why it's a lot of times the young people, the old people, whatever, the middle-aged people find themselves in sin because they're not doing these are this, this what I'm talking about now is spiritual disciplines. Like we talking about we want to go, people want to go and work out and exercise, but you want to keep you want to keep this natural body intact, but you don't want to keep the spirit man intact. You think it ain't gonna take nothing for you to keep this spirit man intact? Oh no, it's gonna take a lot to keep this spiritual man intact. Now, again, like I said, some people don't have like sex ain't even a thing for them. They be like, that's the farthest thing from their mind. Hey, that's not everybody. So I am talking to you on tonight. If you know that your sex drive is just out of whack, out of control, or you just need to know how to bring it under control, you have any sexual thoughts, you can't stop, like 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 it's it's consuming you, then th these are things that you need to be doing. Okay, and I'm gonna say it again. Prayer, fasting, continually. Don't don't just say like I'm a fast like you know today and then I'm never gonna fast. No, you you I'm not saying you gotta fast every day of the month or every day of the year because you're gonna die. You can't fast every day, <laughs> every day of the year unless unless you're doing a fast and far as and this is another point. Yes, sometimes you need to fast away from social media because if you have friends, Facebook friends on here that has sexual images talking about sex and all of that. You need to get away from that. First of all, what I'm telling you right now, like I said on another podcast before, what you're going to need to do is unfollow them. They can still be your friend, but you need to unfollow them so you won't see what they are posting. Because if you know you have a high sex drive, why would you want to see women half naked? Why would you see want to see or, or see people talking uh conversations about sex or just just anything sexual related and you know you have a problem with sex? I'm just trying to help y'all on today. Now we need to not be don't I'm telling you don't be ignorant. Like, sometimes we can be real ignorant and say it's devices. Don't do it. Like, no, you're going to need to step back from the computer, step back from your phone, step back from the TV. No, we're going to get to that part. Fasting. Sometimes you got to take a step back away from social media. And you have to turn. If you don't have a medical condition, you need to go without food and drink. It's crucifying this flesh. Now, again, I, somebody went too many days one time and died. And that, wasn't a, that, that was them. That was on them. You got to use wisdom. 
but I have went without food and drink for hours. It's, it's, that's a way of fasting because I'm like, I got to get this body under subjection. I cannot go to hell for no good feeling. I promise you ain't no sex that good. Now, sex is good, but it's no sex that good that I want to go to hell for eternity. Ain't no way. All right. Next thing. Okay. I'm telling y'all. I'm going to say, I think this is the third time I didn't say this. And that means that I really mean this. You can't come to God and say, or go to the judgment seat of Christ and be like, God knows my heart. Oh, let me tell you one thing. He knows that your heart is desperately wicked. Your heart is desperately wicked. Okay? He knows that. That's why I mentioned, first of all, you got to be born again. So he can create in you a clean heart and renew the right spirit within you. So you can't use that as an excuse that God know my heart. And, and, and the Bible say that you have to hide the word in your heart that you might not sin against him. And I'm going to go to this scripture. Hold up. It's in Psalms. It's a part of that uh, scripture as well. Because this is a shame. I'm getting tired of people using this excuse. God knows my heart. You know, I got to have sex. No, he no. He knows that if you be born again, he have given you a way out. But you don't want to take that way of escape. You want to make an excuse. But on judgment day, you're going to have to give in an account for it. If you don't come to God like you're supposed to. Psalms 119, 9 through 11. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. You want to cleanse your way? Take heed according to the word of God. It's right there. All you got, man, we have no excuse these days because the internet is wide open. Search for scriptures to help me, help me not to have sex as a single. Because you married and you try not to have sex, you shouldn't even got married. But I'm talking to the single people on tonight. You need to go on there and you need to look up those scriptures that help you. With, even if you got scriptures to help with sex addiction Hey, whatever it takes, I'm telling you right now, God loves you. Stop, stop being in denial. That's the worst thing we can do is be in denial and de deny ourselves to hell because that's what's going to happen. No, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Psalms 119, 9 through 11. Psalms 119, 9 through 11. See, we have no excuse. So I'm telling you, you cannot get up to this judgment seat of Christ and be like, Lord, you knew my heart. I was a man. You knew how you made me. Scripture, take heed. How can a man cleanse his way? Take heed according to your word. Get in those scriptures. Get your head in the book. Get your head off Facebook and get your head in the book. Get your head, get your head out of a man's face and get your head in a book. Cause I'm trying to tell y'all, this is this is serious on tonight, and I, I I'm really sad for our generation. But I, it's no way. Don't go to hell. Don't let your sex drive drive you to hell. Here go another thing. Okay, so you got to read and you got to meditate on God's holy word. Y'all, I thank the Lord. I just cracked myself up because I'm telling y'all, some nights, okay, some nights I went to bed with my Bible app playing scriptures. I'm telling you, whatever you got to do, they uh, people will laugh at you, let them laugh. 
Because guess what? I'm going to walk in on pearly gates and I'm going to have on my crown, glory to God. Because I am going to be eternity with the Lord, not eternity in hell with the devil. Mm -mm. Whatever it takes. Some nights I let my scriptures play in my ear over and over and over. Because it helped me to get my mind. Let me stay focused on the Lord. Let me stay focused on the Lord. And another thing, um, another thing I, I indulged in was YouTube preachers. And I'm not talking about anybody because some of these YouTube preachers is from the devil. It just said that they're pastor preachers. They're from the devil. You got false prophets out here. You better be wise and ask the Lord to lead you to who you need to listen to. And he led me to some good holiness preachers. And I'm like, Lord, I thank you. And some people that teach under the anointing and power of God. And some of them it was around my age. And I used to listen to those videos over and over, just getting in my spirit. Oh, no, no, no. Like about keeping myself in just different scriptures. And I was like, oh, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. But so you, you got to do whatever it takes. And I'm talking about in the spirit to help you to stay sexually pure. Do whatever it takes. And another thing, y'all. I don't, I don't have like men in my phone, like just in case, like just in case I'm in a mood for sex. So, so I don't set myself up for failure like that. I don't have these men no even, and that was when I was in my infancy stage of being abstinent. Like that was a long time ago, but even if I had other men, I men number and phone, I'm not going to call them. No, I'm just saying like, no, it, I don't have people in my phone that just in case, just in case I get in the mood. No, 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 no. So that's what I'm saying. People be setting yourself up for failure. If you have a old, if you have an old fling or something that you used to talk to, you need to delete this man number out your phone if you know you had a problem with keeping yourself with him or something. Like you shouldn't even have that that phone number or that contact. Like no just in casers. No, 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 no. And I'm gonna talk to the people also with this these um birth control if nothing is wrong with your administration why are you on birth control like we shouldn't even be on no birth control just in case we slip up i'm not on birth control my baby is 14 years old i've not been on birth control since she was born so no because i had said lord i commit my life my body to you i know you're able to keep me and so i'm saying like then you got men with condoms in their pocket or at their apartments okay you got just in case situations going on you still got these women numbers in your phone that was one night stands or flings, but you call yourself saved. Like, seriously, why are they numbers still in your phone? Why are they still calling you? So mm -mm, I'm just saying, y'all, we, we cannot set ourselves up for failure. Um, number four, we need to listen to uplifting gospel music, uplifting gospel music. I've said this on several of my podcasts because people be making excuses but yet, they be like, Takiya, you know, you doing too much. But yet, I keep seeing that you falling into sexual sin. Hmm. I'm not keep falling in sexual sin. God is keeping me. So it's something you doing that ain't right. And so what I'm saying on here tonight is that music is wrong. Because they be like, no, that's too, you doing too much. You can listen to whatever music. No. You sit up here listening to sexual, sensual music. And you think that your mind is going to stay on Jesus? Come on, stop playing yourself because we, we just need to stop it. Like, stop it. 
And so that's why I'm on here. I'm trying to shed light. Stop listening to the sexual, sensual music. It's not edifying to you. It's not edifying to God. It's going to pull you back into those sexual sins because your mind, listen, listen, with a mind go, the body follows. And so I figured that out several years ago. And so the only thing I listen to is gospel uplifting music. I'm like, hey, praise the Lord. Yes, Lord, turn up for Jesus. Let me be on fire for God. But what I'm not called to do is listen to no music that has like sexual graphic, sensual stuff. No, I got to keep my mind on Jesus because again, if you ever had sex before, you know how it feel. You know what it does to your body. So you don't want to keep replaying that scene in your head. No, you got to keep your mind stay on the Lord. Gospel music will help. We're going to go on. Clean, mu clean movies. Don't be out here watching these movies that's X-rated. Or even some rated R movies you don't need to be watching. Because if you know, come on, I'm just trying to help y'all on tonight. If you know you got a high sex drive, why the ding bang are you watching movies that have a lot of sexual scenes? I don't care if it's rated R or PG-13. If you know you can't stand to see that and, and you single, you can't go out here and get no man. You can't practice self-sex on your, you can't practice self-sex. Why are you doing this to yourself? So I'm like, look, I'm not about to mess up my mind and be watching the, oh no, like, you will see me if I see a sexual single. I'm like, I'm covering my eyes like a baby. Because I'm like, oh, no, I can't be watching. No, it could be a PG-13. I'm like, now, how y'all going to have all the nudity in a PG-13 movie? Now, this is ridiculous. Now, I'm just saying. Now, I'm not saying that it's just like, like, they be like, oh, you say you so strong. You so spiritual. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I put no confidence in my flesh. And so that's why I'm saying it's okay if you guarding your eyes. You guard your eyes so you can keep this heart, this heart of yours guarded, okay? And so certain scenes I don't want to see. And I'm trying to help you out on today. People going to say it's too much, but I'm telling you the same people that are saying it's too much, you're going to find them committing fornication, having sex outside of marriage because they don't want to do whatever it takes to stay pure before the Lord. I know what it takes. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's why I'm on here trying to help y'all. Young or old. I don't care if you're 17, 18, 16, 15, 40, 50, 60. God will keep you. If you practice these spiritual disciplines I'm telling y'all about. It works. Do it. And I promise you, you'll be successful. No pornography. Because I'm trying to fit now. Pornography. Now you done went way out the way. Way out the way. That's all they doing is having sex with pornography. Oral sex, and people don't think oral sex is, listen, oral sex, it's a sin. So stop it. Let's stop. Let's stop playing ourselves, okay? Stop playing ourselves. That person is getting aroused sexually. So why are you sitting over here playing yourself? You are single. We can't do that. We can't do it. So oral sex is a sin, just like uh, it's sex. Sex is sex. Sex is sex. Sexting. You sit, sitting up here sexting each other. You sending pictures to him, his, he, that's sexting. All of this stuff is sex. It's arousing your flesh. And I'm single. I have no business sending nudes to anybody. And I don't want to see nobody getting sent to me. I don't want to see your privacy getting sent to me. No, don't even send me a picture of your chest. I don't want to see none of it. Mm -mm, no nudity. Don't. I don't want to see no nudity. So I'm just telling y'all, we, we got... 
Come on, y'all. Wake up. Guard your eyes. Guard, guard your ears. You want to be saved? The Bible already tells us to guard our heart. Guard our heart because out of it, the issues of life. You want to live? You don't want to go to hell? You love God. I know I love God. See, see, it, hell to me is eternal separation from my Lord and Savior. And I love the feeling I get feeling him every morning, every night that he is with me. I can't be eternally separated from him because of a stinking good feeling. Uh, it's not worth it. So I, I, I'm going to go on because y'all, people just act like they don't understand. Hell is on fire. That fire that you got inside of you ain't nothing compared to hell. I'm telling you right now. We're going to go on. Godly friends. Y'all, surround yourself with godly friends. I said this. I, I'm going to keep repeating it because uh, some of y'all might not have seen my other podcast. Godly friends. You, listen, you need to be around people that believe like you do. They want to keep their bodies holy and pure before the Lord. Not just their body, they, they, what's in their body. Their mind, they want to keep it holy and pure before the Lord. Why would you want to be around friends that's out here having sex and they're not married. I don't need no friends like that. Like, don't tell me what you just did with your boyfriend because I don't even want to hear that. Like, I don't even want to hear that. So I don't even have friends like that. I don't have friends like that. Surround yourself with godly friends. And I'm talking about even in, even people that you go to church with. Everybody in the church ain't saved. So even if they go to church, but they're not talking holy, you don't need to make them your friends either. You want to get somewhere in God. You want to grow in God. You want to be successful in God. You want to stop screwing up. You want to stop screwing. Okay, I'm going to need I, God, not me, but God is going to need for you to spend some time with him and spend some time with godly friends. They can encourage you on your walk with God because, like, I don't have a lot of friends. No, I really don't. Okay, I, that's just me. I never had a lot of friends. But the person I do call a friend she is godly. And then I got a lot of family. I have a lot of family. So I'm just saying, like, we got to, we, 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 we got to stop surrounding ourselves with the wrong company. Because that will get into your spirit. The Bible say iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. So if your friend is dull, they can't sharpen you. It's to your advantage to keep your body and your mind pure. The Bible says you sin against your own body when you commit fornication. And see, I love me, all of me. So ain't no way. I'm not about to be out here having sex with multiple people. Not even one person. I'm waiting for my godly spouse. He coming. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, anyway, don't date or court unbelievers. This is an epidemic. Maybe a strong word for it. But this is just a strange thing that's happening in the body of Christ. You call yourself saved. But you talking to somebody that's unsafe. When I say unbeliever, I'm not just saying they don't believe in God. You are unbeliever if you don't believe in the fullness of God. You don't believe in being born again. You are unbeliever. So why? Why would you say call yourself saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, but you out here talking to somebody that's unsafe? Why is it a problem? Why is it a problem? First of all, it's against God's holy word. The Bible says don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Like you don't supposed to have fellowship like that with those with somebody that's unbelieving. Not that I think I'm better than you, but because you don't believe the same way that I believe. I believe in keeping my body holy and pure, but you want to get it on in the sheets. Like, what? no. So that's why I'm saying, y'all, we have to think, 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 think. God, God is not putting the scriptures here to hurt us. 
is to help us to live fruitful and like prosperous lives. And so that man, if you're a woman, that man might like encourage you little by little by what he say and what he do to have sex with him. A man, I've heard that some men will wait for you a while until they get you because that was their game just to get you in bed. So don't play yourself like that. Don't play yourself like that. Do not date unbelievers. It's not to your advantage. Pray for them. Ask that the Lord would change their heart, their mind, that they may be saved first. But don't date them. Do not date them. Don't get into a serious relationship with them and they are not saved. Uh, Godly surroundings. Like, y'all, the things, the things that be happening. You should not be in no strip club. And you talking about you single and you love God. You got men and you a woman. Cause so I've been here some women be going to women's strip clubs, but I that's weird to me. I don't want to see no woman shaking their booty or breast in my face, but however. Anyway, if you a woman and you going to a man's strip club, that's still wrong. Either way is wrong. But I'm saying, like, why would a woman want to go see a woman? Anyway. But you going to you going to see a man shaking his booty in his face or shaking the thing in front, shaking his privacy in front of you in in your face and all of this is going on and he rubbing and touching and squeezing on you and 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 you not gonna have sexual feelings? Okay, mm. that's not y'all. That don't make sense, y'all. You going to the club? You all bumping and grinding on somebody? You're not going to have sexual feelings. Y'all, whatever. Either you your body is dead or something ain't right. So you need to just watch your surroundings. Because us sanctified, save Holy Ghost, we'll be going to have no business in no strip club or no club, or any kind of club like that. So, no. Watch where you are at. If it's like a sexual environment, sensual, I don't want to be there. And I be hearing of people that save going to concerts with men that sing sexual lyrics like and you call yourself saved okay but we're gonna go on with this i'm not on here to judge i'm on here to help y'all because don't don't get yourself caught up like i'm trying to help you not to have these feelings so you won't have to act out on them because where the mind go the body follows so be careful um number I believe I'm on number nine. What I'm telling you is helping you to not to make provisions for your flesh. And I'm going that that that's the scripture. I believe I wrote that down. Um, yes, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. That's Romans 13 and 14. So you got to put on Jesus and the Lord. The Bible already told us to put on a whole arm of God that we can stand. So it's right there. All these scriptures. But yet we make excuses for why we got to stay in sexual sin. Don't make a provision. And like I was telling y'all, when you getting on birth control, when you carrying around condoms, when you doing all of these things, you are making provisions for your flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Okay, it, it it's just gonna happen when you in your bedroom with your significant other and the lights is out and you rubbing and touching, 
you making provisions for your flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Because like I said, some places you go sexual, not sex, intimately, it's hard for you to come back. So don't make no provisions for your flesh. That's Romans 13 and 14. Don't set yourself up for failure. Now, next point. God's will is for us to abstain from fornication. That's why I'm abstaining. Because this is God's will for my life. If I love God, if I want to be pleasing to God, if I want to live a good life. Because y'all, I did a podcast. Y'all need to go on my podcast. I'm Worth It Singles Ministry uh, on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple and other uh, platforms. But those are the main ones. I Am Worth It Singles Ministry. Y'all, I talk about this, how the things that sex will do to you outside of marriage. Like, come on. Like, we need to. That's why it's God's will for us to abstain from it. You can get what we call soul ties. Is that that word is not in the Bible, but it say that you become one with this person. You become one with this person. And so it's hard for you sometimes to break away from that person. And then it's a lot of times it's hard for you to break away from stop having sex. It's it, it and then sometimes it comes with emotional disturbance, physical problems, all kind STDs. Um, pregnancy, pregnancy is a beautiful thing, but when you have to raise children by yourself, that is, I'm telling y'all for myself, that is a challenge. And so you don't want that. And then it was all, it's God's will for the, the, the children that have both parents. You don't want to put your, your child in that situation, y'all. So I'm telling y'all it's God's will for us. Let me get the scripture because somebody might not believe me. They think they still think God understands uh, when we out here having sex, but that is not his will for us. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. For God have not called us unto uncleanness, uncleanness, but unto holiness. First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 4 and 7. So we should know how to possess our vessel in sanctification, set apart, and honor. Like, come on, y'all. I was like thinking about this. Like, Takia, you got to honor yourself. First of all, I want to honor God. Second of all, I'm going to honor myself. Then third of all, I'm honoring my future husband because he's going to be good. He's going to be proud of me. I know he's going to be happy when he figure out that I have kept myself for all these years and years and years. <laughs> because first of all, I love God. I love myself and I love my future spouse already. Um, so this is very, y'all, this is very important. Very important. It's God's will for us to abstain from fornication. Now, last 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 i want to tell these people hello that's on here stop being in denial again y'all it'd be people i'd be like i don't want to get married i don't want no husband i don't want no um i don't want no wife but you out here having sex like a rabbit like y'all man y'all need to stop acting slow because you do and, and some people, some people is just not, it's not the fact that they just out of control for no reason. They, they like the closeness of another person. They like that companionship. 
They like to feel that acceptance. So it's more than them for to them than that physical act of sex. So you like the closeness. You like the 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 um well closeness and intimacy. You 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 like the you know you like that feeling because their acceptance and sometimes people feel love when they have sex. You like all of this, so ding ding ding. You need to get married. And I'm not saying you need to get married just because you have a high sex drive. No, I'm not. Because if you're not ready for what comes along with marriage, you don't need to get married. You need to be doing what I'm telling you to do. Keep doing it until Jesus come back, you die, or you want to get married. Because it's okay. If you don't want to get married, hey, that is okay. It's okay. If you don't want to get married, hey, that is okay. But just know, no sex. No looking at pornography no self-sex hmm. keep that in mind so what i'm saying is the thing is you really do want to get married is some of you may not want to commit but you what you need to do is bring yourself under control by the power of the holy ghost submit yourself to god ask him to prepare you to be the wife that you need to be if you're a man on here, ask him to prepare you to be the husband that you need to be because hell is on fire. Don't let your sex drive drive you to hell. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all. Lay your, lay your issues. Lay your issues at the feet of Jesus. He understands. It's no shame in it. Lord, I got... This is what you need to say. Lord, I got a problem with it, with sex. I just, Lord, I got to have it. And then the Lord will help you to not be that way in your singleness. He will help you. Don't act, don't be in denial. Don't be in denial. Like I'm 38 years old. And I had to come to grips with years ago. No, Lord, I do want to be married. I do desire a spouse. It was some reasons I had in my head. I'll probably discuss that later maybe one day. Like that, I didn't want to get married. But no, these past years, mm -mm, no, I'm like, Lord, I want to get married. Mm -hmm, marriage is all good for me. Um, So I'm ready for marriage. And God took like several years. About It's been, what, about 10 or 11 years, probably more than 11 years. He took to prepare me to be the wife that he wanted. Well, I allowed him to because he's been trying to prepare me. But I wanted to do what I wanted to do. <laughs> And I have three beautiful children, you know, to show for it. But that's why I'm saying, y'all, it's good for us not to be in fornication and let let God prepare you. Let God make you. It's it's to anybody that's on here that's a virgin. That is a beautiful, that's a glorious thing. Don't be ashamed to tell people that you're a virgin. That is wonderful. Keep your mind pure as well. No self sex either. Again, no pornography. But anyway, that is a beautiful thing when you are a virgin. But stop. Let's stop being in denial. Mm -mm. put in the work that it's going to take for you to be married because it's it's going to be work in marriage so you need to put in work now submit your body and your life to god now because again fornication is when you're not married but if you don't get yourself under control now you'll find yourself in marriage committing adultery so we don't want that prepare yourself prepare your mind prepare your body prepare your life for marriage marriage is a beautiful thing and i don't be telling people you too young to get married no if you 18 and god has said that it's time for you to get married hey you need to get married i'm just telling you first seek the lord and make sure that's right make sure things are in place 
But if that's what you want to do, that is honorable. What is not honorable is you out here having sex with multiple people or even just one person. It's dishonorable. I don't care how you see it. Even if it's your fiance, even if it's a longtime girlfriend, it's dishonoring your body because that person is not your husband until you are legally married under God. Okay, so y'all, I'm going to wrap this up. I know, you know, that it was kind of long, but I'm going to wrap this up. Y'all just, we need to know we need to know, y'all, that, A, it's real. It's real. We we can keep our bodies. We can keep our bodies pure before the Lord. We can keep our bodies pure before the Lord. But it is all up. It is all up to us on what and how. Us. I'm going to keep saying it. Hell is on fire. Hell is on fire. Hell is on fire. Now, I want to stress this. You don't want to ask God to take the desire of sex away from you. Do not ask God to take the desire of sex away from you. What you want to do is like ask the Lord to help you to control your sexual urges while you are single. Because I showed and asked the Lord to take no sexual desire away from you. Like that is dumb. My husband and I is going to want to have sex. So no, no, no. We don't want that to be totally taken away from us. What we want to do is ask the Lord to help us to control the sexual urges, help us to keep our mind stayed on him, uh, help us to just work in, work in our purpose. There's so much, I promise y'all, when you're working in your purpose, what God has called you to do, and you just, you know, stand productive, busy for the Lord, I promise you, stand in devotion with the Lord. Sex is not going to always be on your mind, but if you always like just sitting there bored, Okay, you you allowing time for the, the devil to plant these negative thoughts in your head. So um, God will give you the power uh, to bring it under control. We can do this with the Holy Ghost, spiritual disciplines and boundaries. Don't put yourself in a situation that you can get messed up. But y'all, y'all, I'm just going to say these scriptures because hell is on fire. I keep saying that hell is on fire. I don't think people think it's real. But uh, these are some scriptures that I wanted to mention to us about that God is not pleased when we having sex outside of marriage and our destination is hell. Is hell if we decide um, that, oh, wait, wait, let me go back because this is what I want to mention uh, about men. Now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. This is the scripture. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. So this is for us women and men. It's good for him not to touch, not just touch. No, no, no. It's good for a man not to have sex with a woman. So to avoid this from happening, you need to have your own doggone husband and a man needs to have his own wife. That's how it works. But it's it's up, y'all. It's it's up to us. It's up to us. Don't make excuses when you know you need to be married. Make preparations for yourself to be married. Now, these are the scriptures. For this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. A whoremonger, y'all. 
I looked this up. It's actually a man that uh, is having sex outside of marriage. But it didn't say nor unclean person. So that that's the women too. And in some versions, they say the whoremonger, that could be all sexual immorality. But um, no whoremonger, you ain't going to have no inheritance in the kingdom of God. So you know if you, you ain't in a kingdom of Christ and of God, then you know you're in the kingdom of hell. Um, let no man deceive you with vain words because you got these people out here again saying oh it, it don't matter have all the sex you want god understands no i just read a scripture that says good that a man don't even touch a woman and to avoid it you need to have your own husband your own wife um for because of these things cometh the wrath for because of these things cometh the wrath because people be like oh god so love it and he is but the wrath of god come upon the children of disobedience if you in sin you're you're disobedience um that's Ephesians 5, 5 through 8. Um, then I'm going to speed along and say, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. That's why I'm not on here. I'm not on here to bash anyone. Because one day I was a fornicator. One day I was a fornicator. But God forgave me. He washed me. And he cleansed me from my sins. And now I'm walking in the light. You can do the same if you're on here tonight. And you was practicing sex or having sex. Hey, it's time for you to walk in the light. Leave that lifestyle of a pimp for the Lord God. Be born again. If you already been born again, ask the Lord to reclaim you, to restore you, and help you not to commit these sins again. Now, Revelations 22, 14-15. Blessed are they that do his commandments. We're blessed when we practice in abstinence, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without so this sample, without the gates of the city, you out. You're not in the gates. You're not in the gates. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers. Whoremongers are without. And murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. That's Revelation 22, 14 through 15. So we're blessed when we are walking in God's commandments. We're living holy and pure lives. But you ain't going to make it in that city if you're a whoremonger. It said right there. Revelation 21 and 8. But the fearful and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and whoremongers, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Revelation 21 and 8. So I'm telling y'all, this is the Bible. I'm trying to save y'all from going to hell. I'm trying. I'm trying to save myself from going to hell. Mm -mm. The Bible says, save yourself from this untoward generation. So the Bible says, I can preach to others and be a castaway myself. So I'm on here. I'm taking this in as well. I, uh, I cannot go to hell for no good feeling. Mm -mm. It ain't even worth it. Uh, it's another scripture that I had on here. Yes, I need y'all and I'm encouraging y'all. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. So some people, like I said, sex ain't a thing for them. So that might, might not lust after sex. But if you lust after other things, it's still a sin. But we talking about sex only now. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust have conceived, it bringeth forth sin. So... You got this strong desire for sex. You got the can't help it. Okay, now you're going to act it out and, and fornicate. And when you finish, and sin. And when sin, when it is finished, it brings it forth death. That can be spiritual death. It also going to be natural death because AIDS is still on and popping out here. So, mm-mm. 
It is finished. It bringeth forth death. James 1, 14 through 15. So I'm telling y'all on tonight, don't let sex get the best of you. I was like, ah, ain't no way that I'm going to let the devil drag me to hell for something that God created. God created sex. But if I just, if I follow the laws of God, then, hey, sex is wonderful in marriage. But I'm not about to let the devil drag me to hell because I am bent on having sex outside of marriage. Oh, no. Devil, you is a liar and the truth ain't in you. I'm going to make it and I'm pearly gates and the kids going to stay safe, sanctified, and pure and holy until my spouse comes and I'm going to stay even, even pure and holy after my spouse is here. No, 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 no. Sex is good in marriage. Sex is great in marriage, okay? Sex is negative when you're not married. Just because it feels good don't mean it is good in itself Amen. when you are not married. Because I was, like I said before, sex was created by God for our enjoyment and for procreation. God created it. But when you step out, step out and have sex as a single, that's when it's a sin. Step out of your marriage bed, you married and now you're having sex with somebody that's you're not married to, okay, it's sin. So don't let your sex drive dry you to hell, y'all. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling you, I'm encouraging you. The power of the Holy Ghost is real. God is a keeper. They, Some people might not consider 38 as being young, but uh, I'm not old. My body haven't died, okay? Uh-uh. But I have, I continue to bring this body under subjection because um, I love the Lord. I keep saying I love the Lord and I want to be pleasing in his sight. And I want my spouse to be pleasing. And so I don't, I'm, not, I'm not about to be out here having sex, sex, sex. And then I'd be no good for my husband. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. No, we don't want to be worn and torn. And then when your spouse come now, you are like a dried up prune. This is ridiculous. And see, that's how the devil will fool you. So, no, I am going to keep myself. I'm going to continue to praise the Lord. I'm going to continue to worship before the Lord. I'm going to continue to keep my body before the Lord. Oh, yes, because that was the scripture. Flee fornication. See, flee means to run. Like some of y'all, some of y'all, I'm telling y'all. And men that don't make you gay, that makes you a holy man of God when you running away from sex. You know that girl trying to get in your... um gets what she don't need to be getting. You need to run away from her, not run to her. Run away from her. Don't get her number. You see, she got all boobs out and behind her. Why are you getting her number? See, this is how you know that somebody is not really devoted to God. You see with your eyes. She already looks sexy. Her mind is not on the Lord. Sorry, her mind is not on the Lord. If she looking like this. Women, you see that man on here. That, no, that man on here like half, half nude or nude and you think, that all he want to talk to you is about the Lord. No. We need to stop fooling ourselves. Oh, God, Lord, help us. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. And that's why I was like, I can't sin against my own body. Lord, help me. What? Know you not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. So when you need to envision every time you lay down with that man, Jesus watching. Every time you lay that with that woman, Jesus is watching. Your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Like, I belong to God. I belong to God. My whole body belongs to God. 
you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. So I'm sitting there like, body and spirit. So that includes, I can't, you can't do the front. You can't be watching pornography. You can't be having self-sex. You can't be sexy. You can't be doing all of this stuff because your spirit is getting, your spirit is getting tainted. Even though you ain't doing it with your body, you ain't doing nothing with your body. But your spirit is being tainted when you're watching pornography and when you're sexing, when you're doing it, your spirit is being tainted. You got to be careful of these things. So I'm telling y'all on tonight, and y'all know I'm going to say it because I get tired of these people be like they're a virgin, but they, they, and then you was practicing self sex. Well, shoot, you still was gratifying your body. Stop it. No, we got to be holy in all our ways. So flee fornication, run from it. Because when you sin, you sin against your own body. Remember, the Holy Spirit is inside of me. I can't give my body to people. I don't care if fiance or longtime boyfriend. No, still wrong. Can't give my body until we say I do on the wedding day. Then it is, oh, glory to God, fireworks. But I'm telling y'all, commit your life. Commit your body. Commit your spirit to the Lord. And I'm going to end this podcast on tonight. I really pray that somebody uh, was blessed by this podcast. And please know that we can do all things through Christ that strengthen us. There is no, 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 no. You might have a sex addiction, but if you turn that thing over to the Lord, the Lord will give you the power to stand. The Lord will give you the power to be holy. You got to pray. You got to lay out yourself before the Lord God. You got to practice these spiritual disciplines that I was mentioning. You have to do whatever it takes to keep yourself holy and pure before the Lord because you can do it through Christ, through the power of the Holy Ghost. You can do it. If anyone would like to get in touch with me for more advice, more tips, have any questions, I'm going to need y'all to leave a comment. Um, or... I am on Facebook under Takia Wally, T-I-K-I-A, last name W-I-L-E-Y. I am also on Instagram, Holy Lady T, H-O-L-Y-L-A-D-Y-T. Also, I am on a uh, different podcast. You can look me up under I Am Worth It Ministries. I Am Worth It Ministries. Okay, it has like a little crown thing, but you, you can look me up, up under that. Uh, please, again, feel free to leave a comment if you have a question or anything. And please feel free to subscribe, follow, share, because I am just looking for God to just impact. I want to, I want this word to impact a generation. And if one person is impacted, then another person can impact and say, you know what? I'm committing my life, my body, my heart, everything to God because I love God and I love me. And I'm not going to be out here. I'm not going to be out here just having sex. Uh-uh. I'm not going to do it because it's it's some dangerous consequences to having sex outside of marriage. I promise you. I have, oh, I have lived through, you know, some consequences of it. Consequences for having sex outside of marriage. And it is not worth it. The, the, the worst one was separation from the Lord because he can't, he can't dwell in an unclean temple. He's not, he's not going to do it. But I encourage y'all on today, again, submit your body, submit your life, submit everything to God. And I'm going to end this on tonight. 
I thank God. I thank God for the Holy Ghost being active in my life again, again, again. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed this podcast. If you have any topic that you would like for me to uh, speak on, uh, leave me a message and I'll be sure to get back to you as well. Well, everyone have a blessed night. This is Holy Lady T checking out. Peace out.